If it's not being maintained, it's wearing out or breaking. That's everything in this world, but it's absolutely true of your RV. If you really want to know how all of your RV systems and equipment work, we have the best resource for you. The National RV Training Academy specializes in making RVs understandable. They have the perfect at-home or on-the-road RV training course for you. Just go to nrvta.com, choose the RV Basic Home Study course for only $397, and receive a thumb drive full of great information about your RV. And for 10% off, put RV Small Talk in the promo code. That's nrvta.com. Order your RV Basics course today and enjoy more worry-free camping this summer. It's summertime. It is. It's hot. The yep. sun's out. Everyone's playing, traveling, doing all the camping things, but it's also quite bad for some of the exterior parts of an RV. That is so true. So what can we do about it? How can we take care of our RV on the front end and on the maintenance and repair end? when the sun's been beaten down on that thing. Well, I think you have to be proactive. So we're gonna talk about some ways to do that. Who really wants their RV to look like that old leathery guy? You know, the one at the park pool, the one wearing the Speedo and the gold chain? Uh, we don't want any RV to look like that, Clint. Uh, Not any of them. Uh, anyhow, we'll talk about where to look for issues, how to be proactive about sun exposure, and how to do maintenance. Also, let's gripe a little about the trends and color schemes that just need to get out of the RV manufacturing world. Get out of here. Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. We're your host from Princess Craft RV. I'm PJ. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Clint. And we thank you for joining us today. It's group gripe time. Oh, I need music for that. I'll find some. I just sang it. There's uh your music. Oh my gosh, we have to start off with an argument? <laughs> no, this is griping. Oh, it's group gripe It's a warm up. Okay, all right, it's makes sense. Gripe Sorry. Time. I want grapes now. <laughs> <laughs> group gripe is grapes. <laughs> Good gracious. <laughs> all right, all alliteration uh, aside. So here's our gripe uh, category or topic. It's all the RV design features, looks, color trends, and things that we are over, that we're done with. Well, there's a lot of things about RVs and how they make them now that, you know, we talk about all the time. Why doesn't somebody fix this? Change it, fix it, get up yeah. to date. Not just us either. Like I hear customers all mm -hmm. the time, especially with the interior, just saying like, why, why is this still a thing? Well, yeah, I think getting it getting it out there, speaking it, kind of griping about it, it might be good for us. It might be a little cathartic. <laughs> it, it probably won't help anyone else, but it will make us feel better. And that's all that matters, yeah. right? At feel moment, free to like sure. listen along and just like yell at your radio. Be like, <laughs> yes, that's mm -hmm. what I always say. Oh, no, I love that. Right. <laughs> Maybe somebody loves it. Okay. Wow. I mean, they're still buying them. So I guess. Yes. Yeah, people are still <laughs> buying them. Yeah, these yeah. aren't. Okay, well, then there's that. It so could just be we're, us. <laughs> we're back to alliteration here. Who who did this? Uh, I did. So who's going to start? I am. I'm going to say one of the issues that we oftentimes bring up here is the dank, dark, and dated interiors. There are a few who've gotten away from it. There's that modern contemporary but, feel out there, but... But even the ones who have gotten away from it, it's happened literally in the last, what, year? Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's been very recent. Hey, let's um, even like a lighter ceiling color. 
really, really made like the R pods, how uh-huh. they made them all like lighter. Well, I, yeah. And I guess my question is, how do we just now figure that exactly. out? Exactly. What took you so long? I, I know that there's this big thing about all the home improvement and DIY shows. And for crying out loud, we're just south of Waco, Texas, where Chip yeah. and Joanna Gaines are from. Chip like, and North- Dale? Yes. No. <laughs> oh. There's no boogie in Waco. Trust me. Yeah. But, but anyways, it is pretty much just a short drive down the road. Right. And so with all those shows of fixer uppers and things mm-hmm. like that and all the, the publications out there. It's amazing to me that more of those color schemes and design sentiments and textures haven't made it into the RV world. Maybe the people who design like the interior designers for RVs just don't have cable. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay, you're so funny. <laughs> well, I think modern farmhouse is, is I mean, what you're talking about. Know? It's very cool. How do they but, not know? But, you know, have you, you've seen a few of the trailers where they tried putting shiplap in. Yeah. And it just looks ridiculous. <laughs> in my opinion, it, it looks look, ridiculous. Well, there's a thing about putting shiplap in just because it's a buzzword and a buzz look versus having an intentional look surrounding ooh. that shiplap. Ooh, ooh, you know? And then they do the fake shiplap. Yeah. Which is just well, the yeah, colors regular. On, the, on the wallboard that makes it look like it's shiplap. And that is like... Well, yeah, regular I mean, shiplap would be way too heavy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I really like saying shiplap. <laughs> say it three say it times again. fast. Shiplap. Ooh, say it again. Shut up, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's it's like these people just, they're stuck in like the, the past of, oh, this is how we've always done it. So this is how we'll keep doing it. So it is nice. I have seen a couple manufacturers step it up but but there are still a lot that are like there is so much brown oh instead of dark brown let's go with medium brown stop it (laughs) medium brown let's change the brown in the walls and make it a little different now it's off tan yeah now it's (laughs) but you don't want to go too gray because that might offend someone so everything's still kind of brownish is gray offensive you know some people some people since they they put brown cabinets in it's just a lighter brown and then they call it gray tone or something and i'm like no that's brown that's still that is still brown now to be fair when we saw some of the color changes come through like what you saw with new camp Mm -hmm. uh, where they did have a more contrasty gray and -hmm. and light whites and all that to be fair a lot of customers bemoaned but that's because those cabinets were darker Okay. And they oh, were used to the, the birch, which yes. was almost white, which was kind of the it's retro still, look. It's still brown, but it's yeah. lighter. So I don't think people care if it's gray or brown. They need it to be lighter. Okay. Even the retro trailers yeah. now, I, I mean, the, the, the actual retro brand, uh-huh. they are selling a ton of the upgraded, they used to call it Silver Dream, and it's now the modern interior. But, you know, people would love to have an Airstream. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to pay a hundred thousand sure. dollars. Yeah, and I don't know. Is it that much expe- that expensive to just lighten up the wood? I don't know. Yeah, we still see know. some horrible interiors, some yeah. fabrics that look like really straight out of the seventies. Right, right. Because they're still working it. through those bolts. Maybe of fabric because they, have, they have five years worth on the on the rack mm-hmm. is that how it happens i wonder no my favorite or is that is just the cheapest they have three different interior colors but they're all terrible like the same 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> why do you? Why when you look through the brochure, does the brochure smell like mothballs? Yeah, <laughs> it's Gross. it's brown, it's medium brown, and it's light brown. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. the names of those colors. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> another thing that's on our list is the names of those interiors. They crack me up. They do. I and I. I should have worked harder and gotten some examples. Well, but, I mean, if oh, I, think, I have them in my dome piece, there, there's some like, examples. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Um, damn it. No, that is not <laughs> one of them that has come across my desk. I don't know desk. anybody that has that interior. D- but, d- my my well, thing is every like, time there's a, a series or something like that, some special edition, it's like they it has to be a two word, but each word has to have minimum two syllables. Like Mojave Dunes or Starlight Fantasy, right? It's something Stardust or something. So you end up with what color is that? What color is that? What is that? Right. So you end up with this brand, and then you have a model name and a series name, and then a color scheme and an off-road package, and you have to say it all. (gasps) Deep breath. And some people are worse than that. What happened to numbers? I like numbers. You want color number two? I want an RPOD 193 in blue or brown. It's or not brown. It's English toffee sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Uh, English toffee sunset? <laughs> what are you trying to say to me? Anyway. How many colors do you think are named after coffee? A lot. Like half so of them. Many Javas. There's so many coffee, Javas. Yeah. yeah. Latte, Java. Espresso. Yeah. Espresso. Yeah. Yeah. Guess it's, what? That's all browns. It's, it's all, all brown. Back to brown. How many words are there for brown? I mean, yeah. a million. And they all sound like coffee. Yep. Or toffee, latte, yeah. Java. Grease stain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's people like Lance. And, you know, they do okay with their colors. Pretty brown on a lot of them. Now they have two that color schemes blue, running. That blue. That's yeah, but that's only on the new stuff. The other true. stuff. And what color is Passage? Okay, really? That's What color that's do you think Passage color. is? But what is the blue called? Blue's called something. Uh, it's a royal? Navy? No, I think it's called, it's royal. called royal. It's royal. Oh, that royal. kind of fits. So yeah. that's, I, I like that. That's good. But. And then platinum. What color is Roadster? Roadster? Really? Yeah. Is that a color? It sounds like Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> All right. Windows. Windows, 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 windows. What's up s- with these tiny windows? Is it just to save money? You know, I wonder if, if it's just the designs haven't changed or there's that many small dark windows available still in the system. <laughs> Do people not pay attention? Well, I think maybe some people who design and or build these campers don't actually camp in them. Uh, um, but really? you know, being that really, <laughs> really being that we deal with mostly smaller campers, we are so used to like windows really making or breaking a unit on sure. how it feels inside. How open it feels. I mean, we have small some space. of the smallest units with the biggest windows and it feels bigger than the opposite. Right. right? Um, and then, then you have windows that like don't open. Uh huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, no, well, I, I need this I mean, to open. I kind of get that. If you have windows, say, a big picture window in the back where you've got a couple of chairs, and then you've got windows that open on the sides, I'm okay with that. I understand that in techs, you know, front windshield, it can't open. Like, right. I get that. That's That would be a designing That would be a nightmare. feat of engineering. Yeah, that, right. And well, probably and, not too safe, and then it wouldn't be all big and pretty without seams. But... 
Even on know. the larger units, sometimes they or they just they've slide got a big open. I want them to. I want them to open. You know what? Maybe what it is is that everybody wants storage, so manufacturers are really. Uh, cognizant of making sure there's more storage. Right. Yeah. And if you've and got wall put, space, uh, you yeah, can put a cabinet a, yeah. or, or you, you can, can put, put a window. window. And, I, and you know, we are saying, screw the cabinets. Yeah, put in a I, window. I'm much... Yeah, I'm a way bigger fan of a windows. And it's it's funny because if they took away the cabinets and only did windows, I bet people would gripe about cabinets, but... Since it's but cabinets we and no windows, <laughs> then people are... I mean, it's we just, wouldn't. This is us griping. Yeah. Yes. Gripe, yeah, gripe. windows, 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 and there you—you've had it. Customers that just say, "I want this because I love this big mm-hmm, window," mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and generally they are people who are under fifty want the yeah. big windows. Yeah, are you saying old people want storage? Well, old people I, have I lived know. through some stuff, and they happen—they want to keep their windows closed. They're a little bit more prone to the hoarding. Oh. I, <laughs> Okay, but that's actually true because you can't can't gather a lot of stuff if you haven't lived that long. Yeah, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Moving on. No, I just think that that must be the trade-off. Yeah, yeah. That must be the trade-off. All right, I have a problem with some of the catches and latches and holes that you find inside and outside trailers because there's so much plastic and- Oh, yeah. And I over-tighten everything- um in my family yeah, just like our customers shuts everything yeah so everything breaks because it's all plastic i like good hardware but how hard can it be to do a magnet latch it's a magnet well on the outside compartments they've started putting magnets what an amazing thing right, why did they think of that but 20 a lot years of them ago. still have plastic so it's like why wouldn't you just upgrade to the magnetic mm-hmm. ones mm-hmm. it seems like such an easy cheap fix which is a hundred times better like who says i don't want magnets i want plastic well what if you open the cabinet door though and it hits a window then how are you gonna have a plastic don't do that yeah don't stop it the plastic would be on the side yeah i don't know i'm just saying magnet okay well and inside the cabinet latches are terrible too sometimes so upgrade the hardware it is well worth it it is so nice. Mm-hmm. Are we making like, a podcast for manufacturers right now? I Not don't for know. consumers. <laughs> no, we want people to gripe along with us. Yeah. Because we gripe about this all the time. And I don't care how much more expensive can it make a unit to put good latches yeah. in. Really? That's how hard is it? That's what I'm saying. How hard is it? And and it kind of in the same, how, how hard is it or how much more expensive? My next thing is shallow kitchen sinks. I hate that <laughs> because you can't, you just go, you have to go outside. To yeah. use the external shower to actually wash anything. I hate shallow kitchen sinks at home, and they're way bigger than the shallow kitchen sinks in some of these. What's the point R- of a sink RVs. if you can't even fit your hands in it? Yeah. It seems well, some of these are ridiculously. Well, I eat I just, cereal out of bowls bigger than kitchen sinks in some of these. Well, I just make a mess. I just get water everywhere yeah. when I have that. And if you can't put your big like canteen water, whatever they call those things in uh-huh. there. That you're going to carry your little water bottle and fill it. Yeah. What good is it? Right. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I remember when I was selling a Lance one time and they have the big round ones that are probably, I don't know, 12 inches deep. And a woman stuck her head in it and said, look, dear, I can fit my head in this. And I thought, what? she has lost her mind. No, so, she's figured out. She wants to wash her hair in the kitchen I, sink. That that's it? what I figured out. It took me a, a, a little while and I finally went, wait. 
She just needs to wash her hair. Yeah. Huh. Okay, yeah. she's brilliant. Uh, I take back my my first gasp. Well, that's what I, I did. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is totally weird. But I don't know. All right. It made difference to her. Okay, so, so another thing, and I don't know, this is not, I don't see this being fixed quickly. Maybe not ever. But all that shakedown sawdust and the random screws you always find in your rig when it's new and you've taken delivery, yet even when it's not new. For some reason, they shake down dust and you find random screws forever. Well, customers always say, why Why don't they just clean this up? I found this in the back of the compartment. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why yeah, they don't. I don't know. Just why can't they clean it when it's going down the line? So, yeah, right. they have, you know, they have stations and the trailer goes down the line and different people have different jobs and then they send their trailer on. So, like, the last guy just needs to be standing there with, like, a dust buster. And a big magnet. And a magnet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like that could be the last guy on the line. Uh-huh. It's just like and in the cabinets and like done. There's but like why isn't that somebody's job? Uh, yeah. I volunteer. Okay. I, I, wonder, I wonder what it pays. <laughs> what do you do for a living? I I am Vacuum a I am sawdust. a magnet dust buster. A yes. magnet dust buster. Magnet dust buster. Maybe but, I get like a special oh, it sounds like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a cape. Well, some manufacturers are much better than others, and we all know who they are. Mm. We're not going to tell you because it's a secret. Mm. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, it's I, amazing. I'm some looking ahead at this list, and we are going to call out some manufacturers down here. Okay, we? well, what are we going to call them out know. for? Well, this this next one, maybe to a degree, I don't. I this is maybe a personal thing. Yeah, it's all you. I think they're all personal. Uh, I feel like it is because I made the list. Um, <laughs> well, we helped. All right, nitrogen filled tires. I. I don't I don't like that that's even a talking point. Why? Because it really doesn't do you much good. Do look at the research. There's a whole lot of research out there. If you are not running nearly 100% nearly 100% nitrogen, you're not getting hardly any benefit. Most consumers are getting no benefit from nitrogen filled. It's literally so it's just an like one of those things like a buzzword yeah. like You know how expensive it is to refill on nitrogen? No, I have it's no ex- idea. It's significantly more expensive. If you're going to have someone top off your tire with nitrogen, you're probably going to pay them 7 bucks minimum. Well, that won't break me, but I don't want to pay 7 bucks every considering time I need to check my tires. Break me. Well, considering <laughs> and like I said, if you don't but have But then you have to find them. Where do you go? You got to find them and that's that's a low number to top it off. And if they, and if you have to fill up on the road with regular air from your pump just because you're out and about, not near one of the shops, you lose all benefit because you're not running at a like I said, nearly 100% nitrogen amount hmm. it's just not worth it for the everyday consumer it is pretty much worth it for race cars and we are not supposed to be driving these things like race cars oh we're not no oh. I, i'm not saying i don't know <laughs> so i i love having quality things to talk about to bring up good talking points i just don't like bringing <sighs> up the nitrogen filled tires when talking to people about because i personally don't see the value so good quality radial tires are important. Yes. Nitrogen, you don't think is. Not important at all to me. Just, I hate to say it. Do the research. Google it. It's it's a, it's a great sticker to have on the side, which is going to bring me down the list further. But anyways. Well, I, I don't know enough about it to say that. But I do know that every time I've talked to a customer, their big question is, well, I, I can't. Where do I get it filled? I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't know, but you can put air in it. Uh, I don't right. know. <laughs> and then you lose the benefit of it and you're not getting much benefit to speak of anyways. Well, 
Somebody thinks it's a cool thing to do. So mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds cool. I bet yeah. we would have an argument over that somewhere. I just don't sure. know. Who. I've never the heard anybody money talk about it. it. Oh, the yeah, somebody is. Mm-hmm. Somebody is. What's your next thing, Clint? Um. Well, we've already hit the extremely long names of things. So how about this one? So many keys. In tech. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. When there's so many keys for one small unit. I mean, every door has its own key. Wow. I I love when you go on to like the forums or the groups or whatever. That's like the only thing people have to really nitpick about on, on those units specifically. Those right. Intex is like, why? Well, remember, <laughs> why am I getting yeah. seven keys? Right. For this tiny trailer. It's a teardrop. But the with big seven ones are like keys. that too. They'll have a key for the compartments and then another key for the door and then another key for the other door because there's two doors and the manufacturer doesn't want to key them all alike. I don't alike. know. Listen, I'm in charge of the keys here at the dealership and the biggest trailer that we sell here has. Two sets of two keys. Uh Uh-huh. It's key to like. And the smallest trailer, Uh one of the smallest trailers Uh that we sell here comes with two sets of six keys. That's because that's your leveling kit too. Right? A key (laughs) underneath each jack. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's it's a little silly. Is it a make it or break it? No. But it's just like, really? Come on, guys. Well, that that one brand in particular, I remember the first year that we start, started seeing them on the forums, everyone was like, I got my new Intech, but they weren't posting pictures. The first picture they posted was their set of keys mm-hmm. because it was what hilarious. What do I do with this? Yeah. Yeah. It's what funny in giant line. So, I well, mean, we're we're really calling out Intech here, but I'm sure there are other, other manufacturers. Yeah. yeah. And keys are, keys are just one of the problems that we struggle with day in day out so so what about when things look off-road everybody wants off-road off-grid off-road mm-hmm. like uh when things look like they're off-road or even have off-road in the name off-road capable but like nothing is actually different except for bigger mate. tires yeah yeah which is only half of the equation if you want to go off-road i mean there's there's the axle, there's right. the dragging of the back of it, there's yeah, the ground clearance, the suspension. I mean, like having bigger tires isn't, I don't know. Yeah. Just stop calling things off road unless they're. But it's just like off-road. a, it's just like a four wheel drive truck, right? Everybody wants a four wheel drive truck because number one, it's cool. And number two, you might need it, but they never use it. Yeah. I think half of it is like the way that it looks, which is fine. If you want off road for the way that it looks, it's fine. But yeah. I mean, I get that. I the- guess just manufacturers building off road, quote unquote, trailers. I wish they would. They're d- not capable. Yeah. I wish they would call it something else. Right. Maybe like just adventure or, or, yes. or trail. Yeah, this is the trail series. It has bigger tires because they don't change the inside. The cabinets aren't any stronger and they get shaken up going down the road. Mm -hmm. Everything rattles around and then all of a sudden they've got wonky things wrong with their trailer. Mm -hmm. And they thought it could go off road because it had big tires. And this comes to, to mind because, I mean, growing up, it was always fun to be interested in cars and all that. And you'd find these cars with all these cool graphics and body panels, but yeah. it never had any guts underneath the hood. I always preferred a sleeper. It looked like a jalopy, but it was a beast under the hood. Well, I would like yeah. a trailer that kind of fit that sentiment. It can it, do more than it yeah. looks like. Did you just say jalopy? Jalopy. Is that like gelato? 
No. Are you no. hungry? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, there are an awful lot of trailers out there that call themselves off-road, and some of them really are. Yes. And yeah. some of them really aren't. Yeah. So yeah, I would say put the cool graphics on them, put big tires on them, call them something else mm-hmm. other than off-road, and make it a special trail series like you said or something like that right and make them look really cool because that's really what people want yeah yeah without the actual expensive the off-road suspension yada 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 but there are some out there built like that sure yeah but that is a pet peeve because we're always peeling people off the ceiling well it says off-road well yeah but yeah. You're not supposed to go off road. Yeah, it says off road package, and and I bent up my axle, and you know all these all these things. And the microwave came flying out of the cabinet. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it says off road. Where are they, they Thelma and Louising it with their campers? I don't know. Whee! I don't know. What about the retro trailers that are actually built like they used to be? I don't. I don't know why you would continue doing that. There's a reason. I mean, we have better materials. It's in the past. We have better materials. I. I am down with someone wanting that look. I am fine with that. But why don't you get a better trailer with that look? Well, there are some that go all the way along the spectrum. So I think some of them are built retroish. Some of them are in the middle. Some of them are modern in the middle, but retro on the inside and outside. Yeah. I don't know. I. I just find that all so interesting yeah but, i mean yeah. if you if you want a retro look and a retro build i say go and look in the used market what about <laughs> decals really and used. stickers people try to make them look old with decals and stickers or make them look modern uh-huh. or make them look like fun or off-roady or sporty yeah. and and what about decals on windows that is a pet peeve of mine have you ever been inside and there's a decal across the oh, window yeah <laughs> What? <laughs> it just messes up the view you actually want. What? Is <laughs> I don't that? I think I think manufacturers do a pretty good job with decals as I far as know. keeping them. The stickers is what bothers me when they put like I know the RVIA sticker is, you know, necessary. Oh, the one right next to the entry door. Literally, I mean, yeah, like there's a couple that you have to have, the VIN tag that's right. a little hidden on the other side. But, but do you want your trailer to like look like five, a NASCAR? Yeah, there's like five stickers down the side. Oh, this is made with this. Oh, this is made here. Right. This is certified for this and this. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, it looks like you visited all the right. monuments, but really it just came from the Yeah, if you get close like enough. With a ton of stickers. There's yeah. a sticker for the, not just for the suspension system, but then there's a separate sticker just for the gas shocks. Yeah. And then there's a sticker promoting the company that made the stickers. <laughs> and then there's a scratch and stiff yeah, I mean, and then there's a puffy sticker stop, stop it with the sticker stop it stop it oh you know what maybe we should just start building our own put trailers. the stickers in like a book that you like put in the trailer yeah. well i do not understand why every manufacturer doesn't call us up and say hey what do you want? What is it that you want in this trailer? <laughs> okay, to be fair, PJ, a lot of manufacturers actually do that. How listened to do you feel? Do you feel listened to, PJ? Well, do, a lot of the many? trailers on our lot have every single thing we just <laughs> talked about. But how many manufacturers call you all the time and ask for your opinion on their new build or ask for your opinion on... You know, the way things look. I mean, I've seen those emails plenty of times. Which decal should we go with? Which floor plan do you like better? 
you know we, yeah brown the, or light brown the, right <laughs> <laughs> all right these fair. are your choices bad or worse yeah <laughs> yeah so keith shout out to you on your soul dawn oh ouch <laughs> yeah sorry beautiful trailer yes yeah. yes yeah. so people do ask us certain Indeed. things but you know you're not you're not in charge i know it's hard yeah and you know, maybe not everybody thinks like us. I know that would be hard to believe, oh, but maybe that's not. that's not true. We're speaking for everybody. Everybody. The whole <laughs> world. Whether they're hoarders or not. Okay. okay. Well, I don't know. That is That covers the majority of my gripes. How about you? Yeah. Well, for now, I feel like we could have done a more exhaustive <laughs> but we didn't have time. But you know what? This opens it up. It's, it can be more of a conversation in the... RV Small Talk community group on Facebook. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure there's a gripe we didn't think of, so... Yeah, I want to hear other people's gripes. Go over to the community page on Facebook and let's gripe. Yeah, just get it out. Let's talk just, about just it. Get yeah. it, out. Yeah. Just, it just, up. All right. Well, maybe we need to move on. Let's talk about the sun because it, guess what? It's summertime. Here, Here comes, comes the, the sun. sun. Oh, do, no. do, do, do. Really spontaneous same Here song. Comes the sun. You guys. I mean, how can you miss that you opportunity? Spend way right. too much time together. I mean, it's everyone. I believe probably 50 cent, 50% or better of the people listening thought the same thing. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't start singing it. Well, I'm going to take Get a quick break here. and then we'll talk about the sun. For all the glorious fun and benefits we get from the sun, it's always an afterthought that, you know, the sun's radiation, it it's constantly beating down in your trailer and every plastic or rubber part on your mm-hmm. RV is basically cooking in the sun. Ooh, tasty. Yes. So let's grab some copper tone and talk about how to stop that from happening. So I guess starting out, how exactly does the sun beat down on your rig what is it actually doing like that is harmful <laughs> yeah yeah kind of like there's radiation it makes that noise yeah. too yeah so so what's going on there are you asking me to science yes please science Lindsay, what is the actual <laughs> official name of the sun soul huh so it's not sun no the sun has a name and i i feel like we should just start calling it by its name yeah does the moon have a name uh <laughs> Probably Luna. <laughs> Luna Majora. I, I, we might as well just contact Intech at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So the heat and the radiation and the light rays. What I'm I don't know what I'm saying. Don't make me do this. <laughs> I see the word leech coming up, but I'm just I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad. Okay, so what's going on is the the sun. I mean, everything we get from the sun is a form of radiation. It, it's it, the light is radiation, the heat is radiation, even the radio waves that scientists study about it is all radiation. It's all radiation. So is that what our sunburn is? Is it's radioactivity? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're basically skin? cooking your skin. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds horrible. That's why it smells so good. And that's what's <laughs> happening to your trailer. So it's it's uh, cooking or leaching out all the oils and everything that is petroleum based. So if it's rubber, if it's plastic, if it's acrylic, um, even if it's a gel coat on your fiberglass, oil. There's oils tires. in there. Tires. Tires definitely tires. That's rubber roofs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's happening is the radiation from the sun is you know cooking those out and what's left. 
damage. Uh, maybe maybe the plastic gets chalky or brittle. Definitely the rubber also gets brittle. Fading. Fading. Maybe even some fogging of acrylic windows and things like that. Boo, we hate the sun. Okay, so. <laughs> Nighttime is the right time. <laughs> Why is it? <laughs> you guys. We can't have any conversations here. So what we is it on fun. an RV that isn't cooking from the sun? Windows? What? You know, I think. The glass? I, yeah, uh, glass fares well. And okay. Unless it, it's tinting can go bad, obviously. But the glass itself fares well. Metal pieces, they just get hot. Okay. But the seals around the metal pieces. What about wood? Wood definitely gets uh, it gets in trouble with the sun. It leaches out oils as well. Oh, it fades. Oh yeah, I guess it would mm-hmm. fade. That makes sense. Yeah, so, but most of the wood in trailers can be so hidden, right? I think like mm-hmm. we've we've established like no matter what kind of trailer you have, new or old or big or little, like you're kind of screwed. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. No, you're not. So you what just you... simply need to deal with it. Okay. Yeah, do things. It's it's kind of like, you know, if you go outside, you're screwed. No, you just got to put on sunscreen. Just camp at night. Yeah. Just Yeah, we only camp at night. And, Whoa, <laughs> nocturnal camping. Ever since the day I brought it home, my camper's never seen the sun. Oh, <laughs> vampire camping. Yeah, I, I, I buried it right like away. Night, yeah, you know night it. campers I buried it. Like night <laughs> yeah, you, you got to my little tunnel here. Oh to, my gosh! Oh my gosh! My best camping friends oh. are moles. <laughs> Bury your. Trailer. I used to apologize. No, I just don't know what to say. Okay, so what do we do? You cover it. I yeah. mean. Yeah, those those uh those covers that you slip them right over your RV just like mm-hmm. a a car. Um, now you say slip them right over your RV. Those things can be a booger to put on, which is why a lot of people okay, get them shorty. and don't use them. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's they worthwhile are. if you're not yeah. currently using that camper. Get it into a shady place. Cover it. I mean, even if if it's under a shade tree, that's usually not great enough for it. Sun can still get to it, ambient light, but also, heck, the tree's going to drop sap and all kinds of grossness on it. Well, what if I pay extra money to have it stored in covered storage? Uh Yeah, that's probably going to be enough. Now, I will say this. Some lighting in those facilities uh, can also cause some fading and And issues. And we're talking specifically about like the sun beating down. Okay. The fact that it's hot outside is a whole nother issue or Uh too cold. You know, that's Mm going to. But we're just talking about like sun exposure yeah yeah so the things i'm worried about obviously the seals the covers and lids like vent lids or any like outdoor shower door or something like that tires acrylic windows plastic light lenses stickers vinyl graphic vinyl graphics oh my gosh what the sun can do to vinyl graphics did you know that if you have a warranty on the exterior of your rv it doesn't cover the decals what really and what's the very first thing that's gonna like crack up and look terrible that's uh-huh. why we were just talking about decals how about we just not have decals anymore people can have their own decals or not have them it would be like generic they don't, they don't have to fade. this is my generic trailer yeah it'd be like everything has a Lindsay approved pinstripe and that's it Lindsay approved yeah they're all yellow and you know, another thing that the, the sun beats down are, are any hoses that you have. Say it's a, it's a like sewer hose. Like the propane hose, hoses. Propane hose, absolutely. Sewer hoses. Yeah. Um, uh, your freshwater hose. Well, everybody has propane hoses on the front that connect their right. propane tank to Sunlight the- Sunlight hits it. To the, mm-hmm. um, what do they call those? Help me. Fitting? Uh, 
Regulator. Regulator, yes. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have a propane cover on, which is also plastic, ABS Mm -hmm. plastic, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm, and the top gets brittle, breaks off. Yeah. The sun ages everything. Yeah. Ages everything. I think we're really convincing people to go out and buy campers. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about how to be proactive. We talked about <laughs> covers. Yeah. I think those, uh, those covers that you pull over, um, they can be, you know, bulky, heavy, a little bit hard to deal with, but I would say long-term for your investment. They're going to keep the sun off your trailer. It helps a lot. And I think also you will enjoy all of your camping experiences more if you take it out of storage and it's clean and it's ready. And if you're cheap, like some of our customers, and you say, I'm just going to go buy a tarp, <laughs> don't do it. Because no. they don't breathe, and they trap yeah, all the moisture, and then, and then things disintegrates grow on top and live of under your there, camper. and then it's just yeah. awful. And another thing is they uh, they tend to be more prone to rubbing, because you're going to tie that down with like bungee cords or something like oh, that. Yeah, they tend just, to rub wrong, and that just, will cause you rub issues. It's just a horrible thing. Covers are you know, honestly, covers are ridiculous because they're kind of pricey. They don't last forever. If you get a few years, mm-hmm. they may have a five-year warranty on them. I've never seen a cover last five years um, unless it is really expensive uh-huh. and you don't ever take it off. Well, it's just, covers do great when they're in covered storage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's so, just like multi-layer protection. Yeah. And then underneath your cover, there's stuff you can actually put on your trailer like when you're washing it Uh to help it like give it like a seal right Mm -hmm. to keep the sun off of it so most people just go buy rv wash or car wash stuff and they just put it on there wash it get it clean it's all good to go it shows it has a little wax in it so it's fine yeah but serious uv protectant in that wash is super important right there's things that you can have done at a dealership or a service center that is a very special i mean you can you can't tell it's on there but it's a fantastic uv resistant coating coating Mm -hmm. it's like sunscreen for your trailer it's copper tone for your rv what they need to do is put on the on the branding they'll get in trouble for this obviously but on on the on the container they they need a little uh a little baby rv with a with a smaller rv pulling down a diaper yeah clint the visual. Ugh. Well, I we buy copper cute. tone all the time with the yeah. baby and the dog. No, no, we, we don't. Like the trailer can have oh. like pigtails. Ugh. Yeah. A little blonde little trailer on the beach. Yeah, that was in the 60s. We've gotten a lot uh, more. What is the word? PC. Yeah, there's the word. Prince's craft. (laughs) 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 Too Um, funny. But yeah, it's sunscreen for your trailer. Just gives it, you know, it's like a special wax. Just Mm -hmm. it's worth it. Put a little elbow grease in or pay somebody to do it. What about the roof too? UV protectant on the roof. People say, oh, it's fine. It's in covered storage. No, you've got to get up there and give it a good wash at least once a year, maybe twice Mm -hmm. when you check your seals and Put a UV protectant on your roof yeah. if it's rubber, if it's PVC, or if it's TPO. Well, yeah. no matter what kind of roof you have, it you still have seals fire. up there. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you still have sun on it when you're driving and yeah. sun's hot. It's just, yeah. Just, yeah, put some protectant on it. It is so worth it. What about, what about the vent lids? They're up there too. Everybody's like, well, they're plastic. They're fine when they they'll get replaced. I don't know what they make those vent lids out of, but I think they start deteriorating the minute they're marshmallows produced. <laughs> because I've seen two, three year old vent lids that completely crack up when you're right. going down the road because right. they're just 
beaten up by the sun. Yeah, a, a brand new vent lid, it's not as brittle, it fits better, it seals better and all that, but it can also, it can take a few more impacts. Let's say you do bump a tiny little limb or something like that. A new <laughs> vent lid- from experience. Yeah, uh, a, new, <laughs> a new vent lid is a little bit more pliable. But if it's, if it's, like you said, five years old, it's gonna turn into powder, it's going to crack. And then you may not notice it until it rains and it's coming down. Or until you're on a trip, which is always mm-hmm. so convenient. Yeah. Well, I also think that um, the Max Air covers, and that's a that's a brand name, sure. but there are others. Right. But the covers that you put over it are so good for those vent lids because they'll make your vent lid last mm-hmm. a really long time. Mm-hmm. And those covers... They seem to be made out of a more resistant material as well. They are. They don't deteriorate. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one deteriorate that wasn't like 15 years old. In which case, so, you've got your benefit, your value out of it. I am a huge fan of those because they save you so much heartache from the crack up of the sun. Mm-hmm. And that is all done by the sun. Yeah. They just crack all of a sudden. They disintegrate on you. So we know that we know that the sun's going to do its damage. It's going to happen. But we don't want you to not go out and have your fun. So I think that this is a good time to just say preventative maintenance goes a long, long way. Mm-hmm. do seasonal maintenance L- take a look at every seal yeah. we've talked about this before and once you've checked those seals and fixed anything or any gaskets or whatever because gaskets those oh yeah even, uh, they, they make they make seal protectants uh-huh any rv dealership will yeah. have it and you just spray it on all those slide out flaps and the rubber yeah. around your door all that you know it's stuff we mm-hmm. probably should do at our house but nobody does right but with an rv it just is constantly so. out there in the wind mm-hmm. and the sun and everything. What about tires? Is there protectant for tires? There I is. I don't know that there is. I think but. there, I mean, it's just general, keep them clean and inspect them. But I think that just a wheel cover, I know everyone says, oh, oh they, they look so yeah. bad or whatever. Nah, they. Yeah, they do look kind of grandpa-ish. No, they're 100% grandpa-ish. But. But grandpa's RV has nice tires, so. That's right. And and one way that wheels go into that wheel rot situation is sun. The sun causes that, you know, sun and heat. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you keep it in covered storage, if you camp a lot, it's out there in the sun. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of just like anything else. You know, you could do the, you could do one step, you could do two layers, or you could go all the way. And the difference is going to be the years Mm -hmm. that you get out of your RV and how it looks after a few years. You know, you look at some RVs and you're like, wow, that must be really old, but it's not. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, the opposite. It's all about how you take care of it. So you just do a few things now, fork up a little bit of money now. And then in a few years, you'll have an RV that still looks brand new. Yep. Yep. You know, one thing we haven't brought up is the awnings. That's that's a petroleum based product, too. It's it's made out of what vinyl of some sort or something Mm -hmm. like that. If you leave that out a whole lot, the sun's bearing down on it and it will start to fray. They're like a roof. They'll yeah. start to crack up and peel up like mm-hmm. like that, the the surface of it. So so we always talk about don't leave them out unless you're using them because of wind. But this is another yeah. reason to, to heap There's on no there. There's no reason to leave it out. Don't leave your awning out unless you're using it because of, yes, wind, but also sun. So if I want to protect from the sun... I can give it a good wash, do uh-huh. a UV protectant on the outside, uh-huh. a UV protectant on the roof, a UV protectant and and lubrication on the slide out seals uh-huh. and and all the rubber that I can find. Get you a cover and and get a cover. Mm-hmm. You know what? I I think if your RV's maybe 4 or 5 years old, maybe you just want to replace those vent lids 
and do a few to replace right. the the lenses because they crack up too on the outside. It's not very expensive. They're what? No. Three dollars a piece. You can order them online, get one that matches exactly. Uh-huh. They pop right on there and you'll look you'll look great. Right. You'll right. be in good shape. Agreed. Yeah. Just takes a little bit of time and a very small amount of money. You can do it. I have I have a few bonus things because people are bonus. leaving right now. People are getting out of quarantine. They're going just anywhere to go camping. So yeah. just a few items to remember to throw into your RV before you hit the road. Uh, just those little knick-knacky things that are consumable parts. Bonus chat. All right, let's round robin this. You ready? Sure. Extra fuses. Extra fuses. Ah. Don't be caught without extra fuses. That's nope. a ridiculous thing to buy at the auto parts store. Mm-hmm. But- Worth doing. Five or six bucks, you get one with a, a packet with a variety in it. Yep. Yeah. Look in and see what you need and just order a order a $10 pack or a $5 pack, whatever it is. Right. Take them with you. I want extra light bulbs or uh, extra covers on the outside of the lights mm-hmm. because when you get out there and you get those lenses and they pop off, they break. If it's not a brand new RV, that is so frustrating. It's easy to carry a handful of extras. And I might put in there that this is this. These things that we're bringing up have just a place, a small out of the way place to put these little consumable parts. Yeah, this is after we spend spend a whole lot of time telling people not to take the whole Mm -hmm. kitchen sink with them. Yeah, but these are little things that we've learned from experience. Like, oh, my God, just have it with you. What do you Uh, bring? The extra water pressure regulator, because here's the thing is. If that thing fails or if you lose it, you know, if it breaks, Mm -hmm. it's not something that you want to be like, okay, well, we'll just camp this time without it and grab one next time. Ooh, you'll blow up your plumbing. Yeah, that will give you some extensive and expensive damage. Right. So just have one on hand. That way, if you forget it, misplace it, whatever, just grab your extra. They can wear out. Yeah. They totally can and fail. That's something that I think people don't realize how important it is. So just have an extra one. All right, geeky tool guy, what else? In the same vein, extra hose washers. This is a tiny little item. But it makes a hose washers. Yeah, for for where oh, you for when you hook up your hose yeah. to the hydrant and it sprays out on all sides, right? Or yeah. to your camper. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's that one thing that always happens to me. Yeah, and um, if you go to like I don't know a ranger station or something, oftentimes they have a little box of them because it's such a common problem, and people don't want to waste water. You don't want to waste water. You don't want to be the camper that's not just dripping but don't spraying. Be that guy, right? I want to bring matches or a little log lighter because I always forget that and then I want a fire or something. You and never know what kind of party you're going to find. Yeah, I'm that guy that never has a match. Yep. So mm-hmm. I would add that to my list. Lindsay, what else? A toothbrush. Why would what? you do okay, that? Well, that's just me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a problem. <laughs> well, um, I wonder if everybody has this stuff. Yeah, you know, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other items that, that should be considered a stock oh, up yeah. consumable I mean, thing. You could go forever on little things that are helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we always have our little list of things that we're like, darn, I wish I had that. Like a toothbrush. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. If you can't put I'm Lindsay, gonna, bring an extra stick. toothbrush. Yeah, just gnaw on them. I mean, that's what our ancestors did. <laughs> and look at their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everybody takes care of their RV and gets ready for the summer. And their teeth. It is time to get out there. Go. Get Violet. out there. It is the best social distancing yeah. there is. I mean, so if you can find a camp spot. It. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can or find your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, make your own camp spot. There's lots of private campgrounds yeah. out there that are open. Let your uh, phone find you one and then get out there. Perfect. And then tell us about it. Yeah. Perfect. Well, we would like to once again thank the NRVTA for sponsoring this podcast this week, but also for making it available not to grab that home study course, really. We're going to talk about maintenance and all these things that we've covered today. Learn the systems, learn how they work, because it's interesting and handy. But also use our promo code when you're checking out. That gets you 10% off. It's RV Small Talk when you're checking out with the home study course. So for a little over, what, $360, you've got all of that maintenance and all of that learning right there at your fingertips. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Right. And it's categorized, so you can just go right to the chapter you need. You don't have to scrub through and watch the whole thing to find the section. And it's not just maintenance. It's also fixing your RV, um, little things like that. If you want to know how to do that, Mm -hmm. it's all right there. You can watch it over and over again whenever you want, whenever you're ready. With the nicest guy, Terry Cooper. Right? (laughs) Yeah. He didn't make me feel dumb. And sometimes when he's talking about things, I get a little confused. So, y'all, don't put it off. Get that for your summer trip. And... You'll enjoy it. Hit us up online, uh, social media. You can find us at rvsmalltalk.com, but do hit us up also on Facebook where you'll find the RV Small Talk community. That's where the discussions are. That's where your ideas are. That's where we encourage each other. So jump in, join in, have some fun. show us pictures of your camping Mm because we know you're doing it. Well, that is a wrap for this week. It has been fun, delightful, and... Sunny. Oh, so bright. So... <laughs> if you would like to see the RV Small Talk podcast grow, if you enjoy listening to us, do us a quick favor. Head on over to wherever you're listening and give us a rate and review. Apple Podcasts uh, rating and reviewing is especially helpful. And let other people know about the RV Small Talk podcast. If you want to see Clint grow, send cookies. 